the sand and walk in the whole court truth Gonna splash the contrast Cause this thing illegal opinions podcast tragedy a, a firefighter went to work and killed a co-worker and shot his boss damn right and the boss he killed the co-worker boss in critical condition and he leaves and goes and barricades himself in his home and sets it on fire so the cops didn't know if he was in there armed or what but after the fact they he had like a self-inflicted gunshot wound so he went home and offed himself and that's I was a like, lot. That's a long day. It is. It's fucked up. Can you imagine how fucked up it is to go to work and shoot the motherfucker you hate and the boss and then go home knowing your work center's three men down and give them more work to do? Yeah. That's uh That's the most like, asshole shit yeah. ever. Just, how about you have you have Rodney work the hose, you motherfuckers? it's <laughs> so fucked up like and i don't mean that's, to make light of it it's not but, light and that, that's that's a tragedy but that's crazy as fuck man i mean it's not it's not we it's just you can make light of crazy things that's a crazy fucking perspective to have as somebody's gonna go i'm getting up today out of bed right and this is what i'm gonna do and and in doing so they're gonna be short man like a motherfucker and they're not gonna have a boss to tell them like hey yeah. you know whatever then the bell rings. We got a fire to go and put yeah. out. Hey, we got to do our job. Now we got to go to Johnny House. And it's, it's the motherfucker's house that. Would you, would, shit? you, would you keep driving though? Like, oh, fuck that nigga. Like, <laughs> I ain't putting out your house, nigga. No, turn that, turn that shit off. Turn that, turn those sirens off. We're going to keep this shit pushing. Yep. Like, nah, this ain't. Let the volunteer fire department deal with this motherfucker. Let. You know what I'm saying? Let the cats that work over at the water park deal with this shit. We're not doing that. Okay. I'm not as fucked up as I thought. I was like, Marcus is going to be like, man, come on. You can't You can't do that. No, and that's I, crazy. I'm, I don't know. I was thinking about it, and I don't know, man. I was like, I got it. I'm telling you, like, if his shit wouldn't attach to somebody else's shit, his shit would have just been burning. Like, like remember, remember, that, remember that meme of that girl on the... Y'all, Marcus... <laughs> I want to explain why he just paused. Uh, there's a fly in the studio. And so this is going to be an interesting show because it is bothering the shit out of Marcus. I can see in his eyes, he got this whole different look and he's trying to kill it. So he keeps stopping. I don't know where he's going or she don't want to be or or they. They, whatever. you know, them. It's, it's them, maybe. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Happy Pride Month, y'all. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> Of a, a transgender house fly. <laughs> Yo, what up, y'all? Back, back again. Welcome to the Illegal Opinions Podcast, the last place for real talk. Listen with an open mind to leave mad. The choice is yours. I am your comedian and host, Sam Ridley, in the building. Sam, you get on my last nerve. And here with a fly, my guy, my man, 100 grand, Marcus Palmer's mm. in the building. Was good, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. You know, the fucked up part about this is is uh this fly has been kind of like in my main part of the house right living room kitchen whatever hallways just kind of flying around i've been looking for him he's been ducking and dodging me like a real you know what i'm saying punk bitch mm -hmm. so i haven't seen him in about two or three hours as soon as i come in here this 
thing wow. follows me into the into the room. So can you really call him a bitch or is he really planning this shit out? Like he knew. No, well, well I mean, I hope he knows who I am because I'm a, I'm a fuck with this nigga. I might go out. He know he gonna live for like another day anyway. No, but he, he could he could fuck up your whole afternoon. He is gonna. Oh shit! All right, here is attempt number ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I didn't did see a get, body. I didn't did see you a get body. It? But I didn't see a body, but we gonna see. Hold up. Oh, you—he's—he's in the corner. Oh my God, he is really. <laughs> I was about to say he will not survive this podcast. God damn it! Did you get him? He out of here, Ricky. He out of here. Oh, well, congratulations, man. Hey, right. you don't have to go back and look at the body. You don't have to do nah, that. I gotta make sure he ain't still. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they're like, they're kind of take back off, depending on how big the fly was. I don't know. Look, Sometimes they hit them and they just pass out for a second, like Roy Jones. Look, man, 48 laws of power. Law number, I think it's either 13 or 15. Make sure when you crush your enemies, you crush them completely. Mm. So that was you going back to double check. Double tap that thing. Double tap. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, well, we already said Happy Pride Month, y'all. Thank you to uh, all of our listeners in the community um, that forgave us past pod sexuals. Uh, <laughs> we have grown. <laughs> we have grown. Um, and also, happy birthday. This is completely unrelated, by the way. Marcus Love the Pussy. Um, Marcus Love the Pussy. <laughs> happy birthday, bruh. Yeah. Uh, I know you just had one pass. Um, yeah, man, thank wish, you. wish you many more. Wish you many more. Uh, hopefully you didn't have a weird uh experience My, it's always weird for me like you know hundreds of people pour in and just kind of you know every day facebook or whatever tells you hey happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday you get yeah. a million text messages or whatever yeah. and then you either got to go through and say thank you to everybody or click like on everybody's stuff or make one post and be like hey i appreciate y'all's wishes uh well wishes whatever you got you know and you keep do you moving. think people because i don't i don't do that um because most people I know that that fuck with me, they'll shoot me a text, they'll call or whatever. Um, there are, you know, a few people I go on the Facebook thing and I'll, you know, say thank you or whatever to their 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 well wishing. But do you think that the people that you haven't talked to um, or had a conversation with in, you know, five, 10, 15 years that they go back and check to see if you like their happy birthday or not? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> i do i do i think i think there's enough uh, there's like a self-imposed narcissism that comes with social media like you want to know that people care about the things you say right. even if it's as trivial as that you know it's your birthday and i said happy birthday uh i absolutely think they come back and check depending on who you are in their mind and you might not even know who you are in their mind mm -hmm. you know um yeah. they might have been waiting to tell you happy birthday they True. might have been, they might just be one of those people that don't nobody really fuck with them on their page. So that's the only way to get a surefire thank you, right? right. <laughs> that's a surefire thank you at a minimum. Uh, not from me. Not, not, not from you, though. I'll, I'll thank you here. So if you listen to the podcast, I appreciate it. If you don't, well, you should listen to the podcast. And then you'll hear your thank you. And you then you'll hear the thank you. I appreciate it, everyone. 
I appreciate yeah, all the man. well wishing. How how's your um? We don't we don't really get into this anymore. How was your week been? Oh man, you know I just came from Houston. Uh, I came from H Town. H Town down. Um, came out from my duh, as they say. Um, it was cool. It was cool. I impromptu ended up working. Um, I went okay. to a baby shower. Those of you that have seen bits and pieces of my set, like I do like a whole thing about baby showers, but this one was closer to like a wedding reception. It was done hmm. all the way up. Um, my <laughs> my little sister, she don't do nothing small, man. So it was it was like a party atmosphere. DJ open bar, oxtails, right. it was flowing. And um they didn't have a host. So I ended up uh knocking that out for and um they seemed real grateful. They was talking about, yo, you know. Uh, is this this is always interesting to hear from people <laughs> that know you and know mm. you do comedy, but have never heard you before, right? Right. I got a, yo, we got to get you back out here to do a show. I ain't know you was funny like that. <laughs> such an mm. interesting, it's such an interesting compliment. Like well, it is a compliment, but then I think, like it, it's it's a it's a it's a good compliment, right? It's a great compliment that they say, okay, yeah, we got to get you back out here for a show. That's great for you to say to me. Is but, it though? <laughs> no 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 but the problem is do you book shows or are you what? just saying that we should get me back out here for a show okay no, i don't no. i don't want to be performing at your you know what i'm saying at your bar mitzvah you know what i'm saying at the car dealership like i'm if you got it then okay i'll come back if you got the plug to a club i'll come back and hook it up but right 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 and now if, now the person that said it for context is a promoter and he's a hell of mm-hmm. a promoter so I have no doubt that we could put something together amazing and that he has the connections in H-Town to make it happen. So, yeah, that that part I'm good with. It was okay. just the fuck. You knew I've been doing comedy and just me saying it wasn't enough for you to check it out. But now I came and did something that's not even technically in that lane. Right. And it made you go, oh, shit. OK, this dude, a party starter. He can make it happen. Mm. So it, I don't know. It's an interesting it's an interesting exchange, you know. It makes you go, "Well, shit, you know, this is what it took for you to care." But it's, I'm glad you do. Yeah, do point, something you know? for me for free, and uh, you know, yeah, you know. I mean, and, and it is. Was it for it free? Puts, it puts you in one of those situations, man. I'm gonna tell my little sister no, and leave her in a bind, and she's sitting there holding her stomach. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you don't gotta tell her that. You tell her, "Hey, it's a buck fifty. Just, just watch how quickly I drop fifty and give me something." I didn't know it's, 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 it's a look yo it's a buck 50 hey can you help us we want we don't have a an mc no nah, yeah i'll do what i love to oh great here's a mic no 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 hold on it's a buck 50 that so, I, little sis that's my baby shower gift to you okay that was you, you know gave her saying? 100 you, so you just gave her okay because i flew spirit down there so i did that and my back was hurting the whole time you know what that's your fault <laughs> no it wasn't it was not <laughs> Look, dog, anytime you're flying spirit, that means you should have been there yesterday and you knew you should have been there yesterday <laughs> two weeks ago. Oh, shit. No, no, this one was not on me. Um, okay. I was not in charge okay. of, of the, the travel. Never so, mind. No, but no, no, no. I, I did learn something flying spirit. I did. That was my first time doing it. And I learned not to fly fucking spirit anymore. Uh, that is a young man's game. That is a, I got to get there. And I got 1995 yeah. uh, type of shit. I ain't built for it, bro. I ain't built for it. Like it, some part of my body hurt the entire flight. The entire flight. Oh, and, like, well, you didn't <laughs> drink enough. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. 
because I used to take Frontier and Frontier is the same thing except Frontier. Um, there's pockets on the back of the seats, right? So there was no pocket on the back of the motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> was like what I saw am your I post. In? I saw you post. Was like, oh, oh wow, that shit is that shit oh is smooth God. on the back. <laughs> Dog, that shit looked like you know what the back of the seat looked like Barbie doll pussy. Like it was, it was just a hump right there. I was like, where's the the pack? Where's the little net? Where is it? there was nothing back there? It, yes. it was. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll never do that shit again. I'm sorry. I'm I'm to the point where I have to pay more for the comfort. But like, no, and but I, if you, but it depends on if you fly in direct. Did you stop anywhere? With no your connection. No, I'll take a direct flight. Give me a little gym bag with some shit in it. You know what I'm saying? And I'll take. I'll just jump. I'll have you know three or four shots before I get on the plane. I get on that plane. I'm out of there. All right, I got to drink more. Yeah, I wake up and I'm where I'm at. Okay, cool. Did I make it. I made it to Denver. Fantastic. Yeah, man, that that shit was that shit was rough. So maybe I, maybe I'll have to try that because I can't negate the fact that it's super cheap to get there. I can't, I'm not I'm not disputing that at all. But you're gonna pay for that shit one way or another. They want a piece it, of your soul. Well, no, it, it's cheap, but it, it it is, but it isn't. The ticket itself is cheap, but you fuck around and start adding a bag. It's like the ticket is, you know, it's like you know, a sixty five dollars ticket one way to Houston from L.A. And then they're like, "Oh, you want you want to check a bag? Hundred and twenty seven dollars." Yeah, PS five, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, yeah. wait, what? How is yeah, it? Man. So good for uh, you, man. Good for you. But yeah, humble yeah. yourself. Yeah, all the way around, it was a great trip. Got to see some some of my favorite people. Um, shout out to my little sister. Can't wait to meet my niece. I absolutely can't wait. Um, Virgo season, baby. You know how they do that. Um, that's what it's gonna be. Oh. Which has no bearing on her personality whatsoever. Uh, you psychopaths. It depends on who you ask. The psychopaths. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> let's get into this thing, man. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Uh, let's let's start with this Army of the Dead thing. Since um, last okay. week you said you was going to check it out. Real curious to see what you thought. Zack Snyder is supposed to be his follow-up to Dawn of the Dead. Um, if you haven't seen mm. it, it's on Netflix. Um, I didn't take it as a follow-up film. Um, I took it as a loosely based same universe, but... What did you think about this movie? Um, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was. It was okay. It was. It wasn't bad. It's like an average movie. I mean, I would say it was when it came to the way they did the zombies. It was a good movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was a good movie. But uh, damn, nigga, it was a good movie. But mm-hmm. um, there were. I had a lot of questions that followed it after i thought about the movie that i didn't understand and i was like okay i mean i just at the top of it i didn't understand why you know someone that helped save the secretary of defense from all these zombies and doing all this other shit is getting all these medals from the merit from getting, getting medals from america from the government is found flipping burgers in the fucking water burger and Rio, oh, not Rio, Reno, Nevada, or whatever. Like, it was like, I don't understand why he's. This is a lot of stupid questions. I didn't understand why some of the zombies were robots. Okay, I didn't. I was going to ask you if you saw that because, you know, like we talked about watching movies at home, you might be on your phone and shit. And if you blink, you'll miss shit like that. Yeah. So I was wondering if you caught that. And no, they did it like three times. It was three separate times. They didn't, well, I wanted two or three separate times. One for sure, the zombie was in the hallway. It was dark. Eyes were glowing blue. 
Another time, they mm-hmm. very, uh, I mean, it was very obvious that they showed you that a zombie was killed in the in the casino, and as he went down, it was a robot. It was fucking blue yeah. and electricity in the mouth and all that shit. I'm like, okay, I don't. But no, I mean, it was. Um, I would tell people to watch it if you have Netflix. Watch that shit. It was good. It was. It was a. It was a good Netflix watch. Just something to have on TV on a Friday night. Like I'm not shitting on it, but there's a lot of weird shit happening in that movie. Like I don't understand. Understand, you know, uh, how some zombies are smarter to stay inside, and some zombies are not smart to stay inside, and they're outside, and they be hot. Like how did? This is what I don't like about a lot of movies. They they give you a lead in a hint a little some some like a little a little tidbit of plot, right? They're mm-hmm. going into this fucking they're going into Las Vegas. There's fucking thousands of these bodies in the sun baking. They give the storyline of, or they give the dialogue of yeah some zombies, um they don't know to go inside and then when the sun comes out they get cooked and they dry out and they lay all over each other like this. But when it rains, they're reanimated uh-huh. for a few hours. Yes. And then what didn't it do one time in the movie? Fucking rain. Absolutely. <laughs> there was a couple of things they did like that. The motherfucker with the chainsaw thing. They made it seem like he was about to go in there and do work and he never used it. He never used. The chick used the shit to open a lock. That's it. <laughs> That's all. Um, there's a term for that 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 <laughs> slips my mind right now in filmmaking. It's yeah. it's you know basically them poking you with the in the eye with a ooh I'm looking forward to that and then that thing is supposed to happen and for whatever reason in this he just chose not to. Um, Batista flipping burgers I didn't even blink at because we saw Falcon struggle to get a loan. So I'm like all right when you he a hero also gone for five years. Oh, he had no work history. <laughs> then nigga had no work history, bro. Like you ain't got no rotating credit, cuz you can't just get this great your Falcon. But you know what I mean? You could be Shit, broke when, too. When he was alive, he ain't had no rotate. He was on the run with Cap underground. He won't buy well, shit. Well, before before that, he had a VA loan and a GI bill that he could always <laughs> double back to. But then he went and you know what I'm saying, got dishonorably discharged because he wanted to be the, a sidekick. I don't know, man. Oh, you disabled, but you running around with Captain America? Fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah. You, you losing all pros- that money. You got this prosthetic on your back. Now you can fly, nigga? Zero mm-hmm, percent. That's definitely a <laughs> VA prosthetic of him flying around. <laughs> Fucking. They had, to go to Wakanda. they had to go to Wakanda to get a real one. Hell no. Uh, anyway, back to the movie. Um, so, yeah, we. I saw the robot shit. I saw that. Um, I feel like. Well, first off, the movie looks really fucking cool. Like for them to do Vegas Strip, um, and I watched a little behind the scenes. It's like a thirty minute Army of the Dead making of, and the way they put that together is amazing. Was the last time we saw Vegas in zombie movies was like Resident Evil Three, and you could tell they didn't have no authority to do shit in Las Vegas. Like (laughs) this looks like it's actually on the Strip. Um, It's you know it's fucked up. Like for those of you that have been to Vegas, like where the hotel is on the strip, because they had to find a place to do it. They got rid of Polo Towers and put right. their hotel right there. That's like the most the outback, the outlander. 
or something. Yeah, whatever yeah. that's the most niggerish block of the Vegas yeah. Strip. Polo Towers got like the soul food restaurants, the weed shops, like the malt liquor spot. All that mm-hmm. shit is right there. They was like, this is the most expendable. I feel like it's what they want to do. <laughs> but Polo yeah. Towers makes a lot of money. So, yeah, this is like the niggerish end of Vegas. Um, the, the zombies doing different shit. Right. Um, and that's my favorite. Like survival horror is my favorite genre of video game and in film. If it's done right, highly entertaining to me. Seeing them have like a hierarchy. That was and different. you have your stupid ass zombies. That's like, hey, it's, it's always hot in the desert. And y'all go outside and just kind of curl up and fucking whatever. Um, and then the, the shamblers that was inside and they just don't yeah. move at all and shit like that. It was interesting, but a part of me, I had to suspend my own belief because we're not used to seeing it. You know, I was like, nah, zombies. Like, remember he was swinging at the one zombie and he was parkouring and dodging and all types oh, of yeah, shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude, was, he knew kung fu. He was taekwondo like, no ass zombie. It's like, you ain't no zombie. You just a nigga. And you just in here and didn't want to work no I thought that shit was... Let's go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. What? No, I thought that shit was so funny when she was... When uh. The the woman the the love interest for 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 what's this guy's name? I can't Batista. Batista yeah. was they were talking about the elevator. Like, no, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go find your daughter with you. It'll be fine. And the elevator doors open, and the zombie looking at her and grab her by her head, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" And he fucking turns her shit all the way around, and her fucking spine pops back <laughs> the other way. I was like, "Yo." That okay, now we finna get busy. That yeah. that that was I was like, okay, now we finna get to all this shit where not everybody's gonna make it. But then I mean, you know, like it, it's it's a zombie movie, so you're just spending your belief in a lot of shit. Um it made you do that a lot. That's one thing I was say. I didn't say. like how they did the the uh the Latina chick where they just watched her fucking get fucked up after she went through she was the baddest motherfucker in the movie, and she was savable. And she was she was right there. She was all of them just watched her stand there. She's fighting. There was a good like fifteen seconds Bruh. in slow motion where they could have went and got her. She's still so, shooting and bucking all this shit. And they watching this shit. Not only are they watching, but they're talking to each other. After they already had the conversation about, I think this motherfucker's dirty, and now she's locked back there. She jumps out a window. And they literally just was like, what did you do to Buddy? He was like, nothing. Yeah. He was like, all right, cool. And, and they the keep was, it pushing. I just watched her. They, they just sitting there watching her. I don't know. I didn't like that part. That was some dumb ass shit to me. Like, I didn't like that part. That was like whack. That was super whack. Super the, double whack. Yeah, I only had two things that I was like, I, I couldn't, you can nitpick any zombie movie to death because yeah. one of the things you automatically have to do when you start a zombie movie is tell yourself they don't know you got to shoot them in the head until they say it. You have right. to assume nobody knows because we've seen zombie movies for 50 years. So when he sat down or not sat down, but talked to everybody, he was like zombie one one, you know, shoot him in the head, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. We got that established. That shouldn't be a problem anymore. Right. And then everybody's the coldest with an automatic weapon shooting people in the head with zombies. Like that type, of shit, zombies. that type of shit. I have to remind myself I'm prior service. So Anything that relates to a military thing or yeah. a weapon or an aircraft, we're going to look at with a different eye. No, for sure. Like, right. So yeah. so you see this chick. Um, I know her real name is Tig Nataro, but she was the uh, kind of a butch female that was yeah, supposed the, uh, to go in. And, 
Right. She's supposed mm-hmm. to go in and uh, fix the helicopter. She's their exit plan. Right. And I'm like, Y'all oh, got the, the pilot, the pilot, the, the pilot. Not, yeah, the pilot, not the coyote. Yeah. And um, I'm like, all right, she's the exit plan. But what is the exit plan for getting all this cash out in one helicopter with all yeah. these people? Yeah, yeah. From yeah. out of this vault. Yeah, old, a uh, old ass army hospital helicopter with $200 million. And $200 million. And, and 10 or eight people, 10 people, whatever it was. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. And nobody they, they, has they, a bag. They give you the pre-planned story before they even like get to them actually doing it. And so when they give you the whole fast forward and how they're going to do this thing and look into the future with the action and the shooting and getting the money and flying out and everybody's safe, I'm like, you couldn't even get all them motherfuckers on that helicopter by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to put a fucking, you know, a ton or two of money as well. Right. Like none of it makes sense. Um, it was, the, the dude beating the dude beating the helicopter <laughs> back to the hotel on a horse, the zombie oh, horse he man. was riding. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> I'm watching that shit like, okay, how was this this zombie horse gonna it doesn't matter it was just a, a lot of far-fetched things yes i don't want to nitpick uh like i said i still think it was a it was a good zombie movie there were a lot of things if this was if this is the only one this is going to be a really bad movie it's supposed to be a zcu Whatever. now which that's why we saw the robot and shit like that and well, people they better come back and, and explain that shit they have to they have to but if they don't other... come back and explain it it's gonna be a really 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 bad movie my only other like major gripe, other than I mean, obviously, every zombie movie gives you clear people you want to see die. This movie's no exception, and yeah. I let y'all you you can spot him a mile away. Oh, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good bad guy. A bad right. good guy. Um, whatever. I think his name's o- Omari Hardwick. Omari Hardwick. <laughs> I didn't like that shit either. Just that it was him. Super duper whack. No, 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 no. He's <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh. But just go ahead. Okay, so they uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, I don't know. Fast forward a minute. Um, they do this shit where at the end they lock him in the vault. Yes. To save his life, right? And yeah. then they they nuke the fucking town, which is like just a plot point from the trailers. So at the end, he made it. And all I was thinking was, if that's the case, the money was gonna be fucking fine anyway. Yeah, and you can send some people in there in some radi- radiation suits yeah. and get your own money because yeah. the dude already said it's his vault that y'all got to break into. Yes, so, so it was great. let them blow this shit up. And the- here's a th- so they <laughs> nuked the fucking town. There's nothing I didn't like about it. They nuked the town. He's in the safe and he's safe from the nuclear blast. But then it climbs out of the top of the safe through the ground. However, okay, Superman, great, right? Goes back now. He's carrying all this money through fucking nuclear fallout that you right. can see the ashes falling on him. Yeah. All right. I saw Chernobyl on HBO. I know what that shit does to you. <laughs> all right. So he's walking through that shit. He gets on. He he goes and acquires an airplane because he wants to go to Mexico City with all this money. And then, so you're talking about climbing out of the fucking safe, getting all the money out. Walking however long you fucking walked. You're talking about hours upon hours upon hours. You walked enough to find a, a fucking old uh IROC Z28. You fix, <laughs> you fix this fucking car. 
You drive to whatever airport that you find in the middle of the fucking desert. You're talking about hours upon hours upon hours of time. Yeah. Okay. And all of a sudden, he's on the airplane. So, so all this happens. He gets on a plane. He's flying to Mexico City. They go to take a shot of champagne. He's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I don't feel good. Just let me help me, help me to the bathroom. He gets to the bathroom and realizes he's been bit by a zombie. Mm-hmm. Every other time. I'm just waiting. Somebody got bit by a zombie in that movie. It took all of like 10 minutes. Yeah. But for them to switch for them to switch over. I but Amari. <laughs> I went back. He got bit by the alpha though, didn't he? So did um uh, Batiste. So, so did Batista. But that, Batista didn't get hit by a nuclear blast either. Oh my god. Is that what you're saying? The gamma think, rays, the gamma I, rays slowed I, the okay. This nigga's the incredible Hulk zombie now. Maybe, okay. maybe he's gonna become the new alpha in the next movie. He's got to. I mean, you can't kill him off now. Now that you've done all this, I mean, because the end of the movie is basically him for the last for the last ten minutes. Yeah, and it would be a letdown if the next movie started and it's just him coming off the plane as a regular ass zombie. So I'm looking at it. Would be he, fun. He, he got the plane. Power season nine. <laughs> oh wait, what the fuck? Oh um, man, like yeah, I feel like something has to happen with that. But yeah, overall, I was entertained, man. I was entertained. Cool. Um, I, I'd check it out. Oh, I would check it out. Before we leave the movie section, I don't know if we're leaving, but before we do, okay. I actually, um, so little man is here, right? And we were just, you know, kind of kicking it yesterday, and uh, he was playing um, Sonic the Hedgehog on his little tablet. So game he's got right. So uh, just so happened, I very rarely go on Amazon Prime. Turn on Amazon Prime, looking around for something to watch while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog is on there. And I was like, "Hey, you want to watch this?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I want to watch Sonic the Hedgehog." Okay, great. Turn it on. Let me tell you something. That movie is like ten times better than I thought it would be. Yes, it is. I was wondering <laughs> where you was going with this. Yes, I saw it. That and- movie is ten times better. I must. I would have watched that movie if I would known it was as good as it is. I would have watched that movie without him. You <laughs> fuck the kids. This is for like us. like yeah. I'm watching this because and it's not it's not there's, there's there's no like you know a lot of times people throw in you know um, animators and writers they throw in like the, the kind of like you know the slick raunchy jokes for adults and whatever to keep you entertained during the movie. There's none of that. There's none of that. Yeah. There's none. Of, and it's, I, just, and I, it's just good. And I said that to say I said all that about Santa Hedgehog movie. To say this, Jim Carrey is a goat. Hundred percent. Anybody that doubts that, I I got a problem with. Jim like, Carrey is the one of he's one of, and the and at the very high level of this goat conversation when it comes to comedy and acting, Jim Carrey's up there. Because I'm watching that shit like. I know I said that I know I saw that he was gonna be a Dr. Robotnik in this movie. And, and I kind of poo-pooed on it. it I, I poo-pooed on it in my mind. Like I'm not why is why is Jim Carrey gonna do this? Who wants to why who wants to see him do that? I don't want to see him do this. When I tell you he rocked that shit, 
He did. He really did. I didn't expect it to be that good at all. I, I remember when it came out in the theater, that was the first movie I let my kids go to, and I was like, yeah, y'all go watch that bullshit. <laughs> we... <laughs> Yeah. Went and saw something else. Yeah. And when it came out at home, like they were raving about it. They're like, yo, dad, like you put us on the Sonic. You like this movie. It's good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, whatever, little nigga. Like, it ain't gonna be good. Yeah. You know. And then when it came out, like where you could watch it at home, because it's on whatever streaming service is on, they were like, We have to watch it. We have to watch it. And after a lot of resistance, even, yeah. I was like, all right, fine. There's nothing else. Let's watch this movie. I owed both of them an apology. 100 percent that's a that's that is a good it's a good i mean and and of course jim carrey he carries the movie with his character but the movie even with the other characters isn't even sonic the hedgehog wasn't a bad character even oh the old old buddy the white dude that you know cyclops that got you know that uh oh superman's uh yeah superman's uh lois's uh side piece while superman was yeah (laughs) um even he like he didn't he he wasn't a bad character character in the movie like the movie is solid it's a solid movie i mean i just wanted to you know what i'm saying i mean yeah and second one's coming out pick it up oh word oh because they did have tales at the end of it after credits post credits watch it tales at the tales is post credits they said knuckles gonna be in it too i think knuck this is gonna be stupid and a conversation we probably don't need to have on the podcast but fuck it you know at the beginning of that shit when the whole owl thing is happening and sonic's being you know catered to with the owl and the owl is the his mom or whatever that and was them, weird but and yeah. them little that was weird and them little motherfuckers come to, they're trying to take sonic away from the owl yeah i think them little motherfuckers i think those are knuckles people that's knuckles people yeah we'll see i i, I want to see him beat sonic ass like just straight <laughs> a fast straight fist hands fight. just all hands like you thought they called me knuckles for nothing mother just mm-hmm. whoop his ass Anyway, man. Nothing um, if you book, nickel. Nope. You book, boy. <laughs> we nookie and then bookie and then ready yeah. to fight. He ready to fight. We'd be in the club. Crunk his shit off that back in the day. Anyway. All right. Where we going, bro? What you got? Um, Since we're kind of... Let's see. Let's jump to sports. Let's jump to sports. Um, Sports talk. Let's do it. Let's do um, Naomi Osaka. Right? So she uh, dropped out of the French Open. Uh, citing mental health issues um i guess last week she said that she would uh like to to not do the press conferences because it it fucks up her social uh, her, it fucks with her anxiety she has really bad social anxiety doesn't like doing public speaking also doesn't like the questions that she's being asked because the questions are repetitive and the questions um the questions plant seeds of insecurity in her game mm-hmm which I respect that. Um, do what's best for you, what's best for your game, what's best for your mental health, what's best for your family, what's best for your, for your fucking bread. I'm with all that. Uh, so this week she came out and said she, she, she's, she's withdrawing from the competition altogether. Because this is after she was fined. I think she was fined $15,000 for the no press conference thing. And she's yeah. like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out all the way then. Like I made... 60 70 mil last year i'm straight i'm straight um tennis you need me then i need you at this point so and then nike nike is standing behind her like yeah we support her decision cool you're not losing any sponsorship or money when it comes to us so when nike makes that move you know nobody else is moving so whatever other i don't know any other tennis brands really i don't play tennis i don't have any tennis rackets but 
whoever makes all that shit is also in line with Nike's position. So, I mean, good for her uh, taking a stand at that young of an age. And um, I guess just, uh, I mean, I do how I do feel a way about it. But it's good that she has the power to make the decision on whether she wants to work or not. Because that is something that we all wish we had. The power to decide whether or not we want to work this week. And then yeah. not be, uh, you know. A problem. Right. For my mental health, I don't want to do it. But no, for speak your mind, shit. You know where we at? You, um, what What is it that you feel about it? Because I was like, I think he hit it on the head just now. Uh, the way I feel about it is I was listening to a podcast maybe two weeks ago. And um, it was talking about there are certain positions in entertainment where you have to deal with certain shit. And basically the crutch, the, the, the crux of the of the conversation was the gig is the gig. Right. So the gig is the gig. You 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 you're you're becoming a professional at this thing. And there are other, you know, there are things that branch from your decisions. If you want to become an entertainer and then you become a successful entertainer, athlete, etc. There are things that come with this profession that you may not like that are going to happen, but the job is the job. So either leave the job or deal with the things that come that, that, that come with the nature of being in that business. Hmm. So there are a lot of people that are mad that, that people are, you know, speaking out against it. Um, I respect her stance. Like, yeah, if you feel like you want to like just chill and you know you don't want to do this, then don't do it. But I also don't like people shitting on the other athletes that are like, yo, there are ba- there are basketball players that make a fucking bunch of money, but they still see those press conferences. Fucking Russell Westbrook had popcorn thrown on him. He still went to the press conference afterwards because the gig, the job was the job. So okay. I, 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 can, I can see both sides of, of the conversation. I'm just, but there are things that, like if this podcast blows up, who am I to be mad that, because I don't do a lot of social media, right? So it, so let's say somebody comes to us and says, hey, you know, we're going to give y'all a bunch of money to, to put this podcast on this platform. Okay, cool. But what comes with that is there's going to be more, we need you guys to, to be more uh, active so, on social media. We need, we need more content, more content creation more open, more vulnerable. If we decide to take the money, we have to know, all right, well, there are going to be things in the comment section. Now that we're more open, now that the audience is larger, there going to be certain things in the comment section that we might not like. We can ask questions and push in certain directions that might be uncomfortable. But that comes with us deciding to go through with this profession. Right. Okay. So that's, that, that's what would be at that point. Okay, you said something important that you can see both sides of the conversation and that you respect her stance. I respect her stance as well. We championed Marshawn Lynch when and I'm not saying we, I just mean people as in as a whole. Yeah. When he was like, I'm just here so y'all don't find me. Right. I don't want to fucking talk to y'all. Right. I'm tired. I just finished like giving literally blood and sweat for your entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm ready to go. I don't want to sit and do this. But I'm here, so there's nothing you can do because apparently, contractually, that's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I think it's bullshit to find somebody for protecting their mental health. 
Um, and, and this is why I say that. Like, and different people handle it different ways. So, of course, they're gonna ask Venus because anything that happens in tennis, somebody's shoe can come untied. They're gonna ask her what she think about that shit. Right. Like, bitch, I don't know. She need to buy Reeboks. I don't know. So, <laughs> um, she came up when they asked her at her press conference, like it has mm-hmm. shit to do with her. And uh, she said, and I quote, for me personally, how I cope, how I deal with it was that I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. Right. So no matter what you say or what you write, you'll never light a candle to me. That's some bossy shit, though. It's so bossy. I love her, man. I absolutely <laughs> love her. That's fine. That's a that's an amazing response to a question that don't have shit to do with you at the press conference. But when yeah. Venus is also sitting in a different seat and is big as um naomi is she's not the face of tennis so they're gonna she should be she number two uh, and what i'm saying is like venus is gonna get asked everybody's question right that's all i mean when i say that not to take anything away from her so when you say you know i have anxiety i have this i have that it's sad that they don't take into account that for the player it's like, nah, fuck that. We just paying you. You you play tennis for us. We put you on TV. Like, you do what we tell you to do. And at that point, it's really a we don't give a fuck about y'all. Right. And no, that's that's wrong. But That's wrong. I, I see that part, too. So let's go back. You said that you don't like the people get fined for not, you know, by, by the sport for not going to press conferences. As, as, on, as, before you go, before you go, okay. let me add to that. Mm-hmm. Only in sports did they make you do the shit right after a defeat or a win. That's true. That sucks. That's that's the part that I think is different with them. You got to go out there and get dunked on. You just had balls in your face and you were playing mm-hmm. basketball. Right. And they were, so how'd you feel? Yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was nuts yeah. on my forehead. Like, what do you mean? That type of shit is wild. No, that sucks. I remember I remember watching, Um, I think it, who the fuck was it? The Patriots to beat the Panthers? Maybe, no. I don't, well, somebody, whoever beat, whoever beat the Panthers, um, in that Super Bowl a few years ago, they had one team giving interviews on one side of the curtain, a fucking curtain, and then the winning team on the other side giving interviews on the other side of the curtain. And I think Cam Newton was in there, and he was kind of just going through, and he heard somebody on the literally, you know, a foot maybe two away from him on the other side of a curtain, listening to them talk about how. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We knew he couldn't take the pressure. We knew if he got to him and just drove him into the ground, he wouldn't be able to get up and fight and blah, blah, blah. Like, so we I'm pulling talking. the whole curtain down. Yeah, so I think Cam ended up, Cam was talking and got quiet. He was listening. He got up and he walked off. Um, that sucks. Like, you should do that in different spaces. Um, but what I mean is, uh, if I'm CBS, CBS Sports, one reason why I'm getting the the marketing dollars i'm getting is because you know these people are paying me visa mastercard ford tesla who at well tesla new commercials but anybody giving me money because they know that when i'm running my commercials they're gonna be during the you know these certain people's interviews right so if you're telling me as a company that you're not gonna do these interviews at, at a certain time and okay now ford pulls something or now Range will pull something because they know that Naomi Osaka is not going to do this. It's like, well, I'm, I got to find you 15 grand because I'm losing money based off you not want to do this. I understand the business side of it. Now, the other side of the coin, which I say I see both sides is what is she fucking 17? I don't know how old she is. Seven, she's young, though. I'm not finding 
someone that is that young for not wanting to do press conferences. I'm just not going to do it. That there, There's still a lot of growth that has to be had there. She just became popular fucking two years ago. Like, this it's isn't... A, it's a lot. Like, this it's is not somebody lot. that we've known about the last fucking five years that, that we're fucking, oh my God, she's a goddess. It's just now that she's beat... People didn't even care until she beat Serena. Like, yeah. let's, get it, let's get it straight. Like, people didn't give a fuck about who this girl was until she beat Serena Williams yeah. a year and a half or two years ago. And just now, she's become a superstar. She's number two in the world. I, that's a lot in two years. That's like... A whole lot. Like I said, like, like that's like us becoming the number two podcast in the fucking world. In the next six months. Yes. That's our insane. lives are our lives are drastically different. So that's what I that's my question to you in this. Like, do you I, I know you grown. can see you can yeah, but you can and you can see both sides. We're not 23. She's 23. Right. Grown or not, some shit happens in your life, in Marcus's life, and they go, yo, you gotta go out here and talk to these people. And you're like, I can't fucking do this right now. God forbid, like where we're sitting in two different frames of mind right now mm. that we don't know that place we're possibly in. Or who knows? What if gaining that popularity gives you that anxiety? You never know until you get there. And that's how a lot of stars end up falling. So do you go? Well, I agreed to it regardless of how this is going to affect me for the rest of the week. Mm. Or do you protect your shit? I say you protect your shit. And especially if you got, if our podcast is doing that well, we making, let's say we're just making her money, 70 million. And they go, every time you don't show up, it's $15,000. I might write you the check in advance. That might be true. It depends. I mean, if, if it's, if you're talking to me, if, if somebody's talking to us about a, you know, uh, the last, you know, uh, two or three podcasts, you know, they kind of been off a little bit, you know, so you guys going through something, there's some friction between you guys or what's happening with the podcast, blah, blah, blah. I'm going. Okay. I'm a go. Like to me, I, and look, man, like I've, I've dealt with a lot of stuff in my life, you know, the military stuff and being jobless and ha- having money and not having money and being confident and being insecure and all those other things. Like I look at I look at things and people and things they say differently. Like there are very few people that can say something to me about uh, critique wise that I could not give a fuck less about. I couldn't. And that's just a personality difference. That's a personality though. difference. Like that's just me. Like I'll go. Like okay, yeah. You, what you got? Okay, you said what now? Man, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, who's next? Like, I could, that shit is like, te- like I'm like Teflon with that shit. Like, it'll slide right off, no problem. But there are certain people that can say something to me that, that are close to me that it's not a problem that we have the conversation. It's just a conversation that I need to take and I need to dissect, I need to pay attention to, and I need to work on. Those are different. But motherfucker off the street that I've never met before can't say nothing to me that I give a fuck about. I just don't right. care. Like, you interviewing me? Cool, let's interview Let's do it. Okay. You don't like this about me. Oh man, that sucks. But you asked me to inter- to be here for this interview. So you must, you know, there must be something about me that you need. So let's get it fucking, let's get it popping. Right. Like Venus was saying. Now you as somebody that, you know, you used to be in the athletic realm. Mm-hmm. We're in a different space. Like if somebody wanted us to do an interview about our podcast, we didn't just come from like literally giving right. our all on a field. Right. 
So I think it's just a different mind frame. No, like, I, I hear what no, you're saying. I, I've, I've gotten L's before. Like I've been in a situation where I fucking struck out in a, in a double header. I struck out six times or some shit like that. And the shit just, I'll had an off day. I've had games where I didn't score. I didn't pitch well, or I didn't, you know, whatever. And then the newspaper comes up and you look at the newspaper and it's saying, it's talking about you. And it's like, okay, well, damn, like I fucking, I, I fucking shit the bed this last like month or two. My batting average has gone down or my shooting average has gone down or whatever. But to me, it's like, okay, like these are, that is different because especially in tennis, because tennis is a lonely fucking sport. It's just you. Exactly. That's my, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a lonely sport. It's not something that's spread like with basketball, baseball, football, even golf, like golf, like the blame is spread across the golfer and the caddy. Right. But with tennis, it's just you, you out there, you're doing it on your own. So like I said, I respect the fact that she says, nah, I'm cool. And fuck y'all. And fuck (laughs) y'all. Nigga, y'all gave me 70 mil last year. Bye. I'm about to buy that little rose toy and go home, put it on go, my tennis racket. Yeah, and, I'm finna go yeah. kick it. Fuck this clay I'm nigga. Chilling. I'm chilling. So uh, before we get off of this, um, this leads me to uh, Pierce Morgan, who I thought was done, but apparently they asked him to come back. Mm-hmm. And he quote says, uh, "Narcissist." Wait, that's him to come back where? To the show? I don't, know where, I don't even oh, okay. care, and I don't right. want to promote it. Yeah. Uh, but he came back and made the statement: uh, "Narcissistic Naomi's cynical exploitation of mental health." To silence the media is right from the Meghan and Harry playbook oh. of wanting to pre- of wanting their press cake and eating it. That's the headline from Morgan's Monday column. And then he tweeted and he said some other things about her. Now, this is him not knowing her at all or that mm. she has dealt with depression in the past. Mm. You could have just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because nobody asked you shit for one, and you're trying your best to stay relevant in a post-Trump news media, which right. was giving you most of your play. Yeah, Who the fuck are you to say what this girl has been going through, and you don't know shit about her from over there? Yeah. Nothing. You could have shut your whole bitch ass up. I hope that they hurry up and get you all the way out of media. I hope you say something else that makes these people be like, this isn't the guy, but I and I know that. But I'd wish him nothing but despair in his work. <laughs> That's rude. I know. Did you did you think about what he did you think about what he what he meant though? Well, I, I read this, and if you want to do some further research on it, you can see him talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly a I don't know this person, and I want them to do what the media said to do because I'm one of those people that would be interviewing her potentially. Right, and I want my interview. It comes off so fucking entitled. Oh, and it's in, he could, it's in. Yeah, think okay, about it. He could yeah. be one of those people in the room that she don't want to talk to. And when nobody wants to talk to a, a personality like him, guess who don't make no money? He don't make no money. Right. So he he's saying based on the fact that he could have been in in the press room, and he could have so he could have he could have asked a question, developed a story out of the question, and sold the story as clickbait. That now he's missing out on some bread. Now name. he's got nothing. So right. now he goes back and he decides to tell her, oh, you're so entitled. You need to... Who's really entitled here? Right. Who feels like they deserve access to somebody else's mental state and mental health? Fuck you. Like, you done lost your shit. No, I, I'm not going to say fuck you, though. Because I, 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 think, I think what he's saying... Well, I didn't read the article. So I think just by based off the little the snippet of what you said was... That he's trying to say, like, you guys love all the good press, but not the bad press. 
So you're there for the good press, but you don't want you want any parts of the bad press. That's she what didn't he's want any about. of it that day. Like she, none oh, yeah. of it had. I don't think it had to do with any of that. She was. I just. I just don't want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that all of us should be allowed to do that from time to time. No, I agree. No, for sure. Um, I think you should be able to. You you give like I said before on, on this podcast, you give your energy to the things you want to give it to. And if you don't want to give your energy to doing the the the, the press conferences, then. Get the fuck out of there. Fuck them. You don't know them. You don't owe them anything. Like you you gave them what you owed them. You gave them the play on the field in her case. Exactly. I played, you know, my fucking ass off on the field. I gave you what you needed. I gave you what you came here for. And that's just that. Uh, anything else I don't feel like talking about right now. Exactly. And but I think that that should be okay. What if she, w- never mind, it doesn't matter. I just want to. I want. I want to know what the precedence is for moving forward. Like because I'm gonna have questions if she goes out on the next tournament and wins and then wants to talk about it, or loses and then don't want to talk about it. Oh yeah, she's definitely. And we can get. I know we're talking about this way longer than we intended to. Yeah, she's definitely gonna have to pivot the right way from this. Right. If she has a win or a loss, and if she sets a standard where I don't mind talking to y'all. Give me a day. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to do it at the height of my emotions. And I know that's what they're aiming for. They want to get you that's right the fire, off the court. Though. That's the fire. Like you want, and 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 as much as uh, um, athletes don't like it, that's what make people care about them. People care about the fact that KD will take an L, have a bad game. He'll go in a press conference and, you know, talk about, yeah, that shit was trash and I didn't like that or whatever, whatever, whatever. Like that's the story. The story is the emotion. The yeah, game that's what gives them something half, to talk about on half, Sports Center. Half shit. of the half of the story, half the story is the game. The other half is the emotion after the press conference. That's why you see these people have these press conferences. They talk about you know, uh, we lost, but you know uh, the ref sucked, and I know I'm gonna get fined for that, but I don't care. Like a lot of this stuff is is a part of it's a part of sports media. So like I said, I understand. Uh, her wanting to, to 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 save what she can. I mean, uh, she has she's in the space to do that. She's in a a solo a solo career field. Uh, it's just her. She manages herself. She manages her mental health, her body, her uh her mind. So, yeah, man, do your thing. I, 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 if you don't have anything else on this, this is a perfect segue. No, I'm good. Okay. Um, the NFL. Um, right now this week, uh, has quote-unquote ended a process that they call race norming okay um to quote the article nfl and lead eternity for about the 2000 20,000 uh former players whatever promised to end quote-unquote race norming It is a controversial practice that curves black players cognitive test scores with data that assumes a lower level of function layman's terms they assume black people stupider or have a lower brain function than regular people and y'all can easily figure out what they consider regular anything else uh as part of the payout process for billions of dollars in settlements and class action concussion litigation suits so they take into account oh well he black so he's stupider possibly he was was already dumb he was already fucked up (laughs) um so here's the interesting part about this to me um because yeah, as y'all know, I'm not a big fan of the NFL anyway. If I had to claim a team, Steelers, easy. But no, I don't watch every game. I don't go all into Washington it. Washington football team. 
or the oh, Washington football say. team. <laughs> uh, so the, the Washington Scotty Pippins. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> this is the interesting thing to me. So as a football fan, as a sports fan, talking to Marcus here, uh, we went through the Colin Kaepernick kneeling. And we saw yeah. a lot of black folks saying, I, 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 I kneel with him. We saw a lot of niggas lie about it and keep watching football, too. Yeah. Right? Um, we've seen the, you know, the solidarity in certain things and certain owners deciding to go down there with the players for a camera op, all of that. Right. And all of these woke black folks. So I'm looking at my timeline this week as this whole thing about the race norming is coming up. Yeah. And I'm seeing black folks that I know watch football go about time. I heard about this shit <laughs> and stuff like that, because, you know, as soon as it becomes the news, everybody act like they knew it. Right. So one first question. Yes or no. Did you know about this before nope. this week? Mm-hmm. Nope. OK, so we got an honest one over here. So for the rest of y'all, my question is, why are you going so hard for an organization that, you know, has deemed you stupid? for decades if you knew this shit already um it's 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 politics it's um you grew up loving something and you don't know how to stop loving it um you're so emotionally attached to it that if it if if um you were to let it go you wouldn't know what to do with yourself for you know four to five months out of the year like, you know, when football season come around, a lot of people change. A lot of people you see that are out and about doing certain things, they're at home now. I got to watch the Cowboys. I got to watch the Raiders. I got to watch the Steelers. I got to do whatever I got to do, right? Shit, me. I, now, I was like that for a while. Uh, I mean, up until, we talked about it before, up until like three years ago, I'm a Falcons fan. You know, I'm watching the, I'm watching the Atlanta game. Now, I can't sit down and watch a whole football game. I got other shit to do. Like I got, I'm, I'm just too busy for that shit now. Like I'm not emotionally invested in it anymore. So when you're so emotionally invested in something, you don't want to look at the bad side of it. You don't want to look at the fact that like, oh shit, like goddamn, like they doing black folks wrong. Ah, ah, but I already bought all these jerseys. <laughs> right. But <laughs> it's wild to me because it's the same people that are so woke for every other black issue. Um, so I hear what you're they're saying. Not, they're not as invested though. Like you could be invested in Black Lives Matter and not go to a Black Lives game. You know what I'm saying? Like you haven't bought season tickets to Black Lives Matter. You ain't bought no Black Lives Matter jerseys. You haven't bought. You know you're not invested in it financially, emotionally. Black Lives Matter only comes around whenever something bad happens to Black people, uh, mostly. Um, but you know when football season coming? Yeah. You like so, so you get, yeah, yeah. you like okay I, I I'm I'm getting I'm getting geared up for this like I'm I'm getting people don't even know people don't even know that they're getting mentally prepared for football season like so they're getting geared up and like okay well damn what's going on in September is we gonna get it cracking or what like the people are getting ready uh, especially when you're talking about not just NFL but you know um, college football huge huge thing in America billion dollar business. Um, I guess the more interesting point about this is let's talk about the money. Cause I don't, I, the, the race, the race part leads to the money part. So they want to make it seem like black people uh, are less smart. So that's why when they go through the concussion protocols, they go through all these litigations and they want to sue. Well, they were already stupid. So this, this, this score is 
we need to curve this for their stupidity so we don't have to pay them. Now imagine if you're whatever, you're the, you're the league, you're the fucking shield. 70% of the people that play in the NFL are black. So if I can 70. like just 70%. So if I can just like cut like 30 or 40 of that off of these, you know what I'm saying? Off of this, off of these litigations about, you know, concussion protocols and, you know, uh, us going through, uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, I won't say PTSD. That's not what it is. What is it? I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, but I've been drinking um, too much. They, Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so they're going through, like if we don't have to pay them because we already have like scored them at a certain level where um, they're scoring like, lower. Like numbers. Yeah, they're scoring lower, and we don't have to pay them. Shit, man, what's that's a West that's billions of dollars in healthcare that we don't have to spend. What I find fascinating right now, just like when we was talking about um, Naomi Osaka. You said you could see both sides of it. And I was talking about that emotional side and you start talking about the business side. Now, I'm not saying you d- you're not discounting what's happening. I'm just saying it's an interesting viewpoint. And I like the counterpoint because, yes, these white people are protecting a check. A hundred percent. That's all it. That's all all of it tends to boil down to. Just like you said with her. They're like, man, what about these advertising dollars? You done fucked off because you won't come is. talk to us. But. In this, in such a politically, racially, politically charged era that we're in, to come out now and go, you know what? Y'all might be some smart niggas too. No, no, yeah. And we, like, you know, but it's wild. It's wild to me. But what it says to me is for, fuck the business side for a second. The black folks that are hard up for football. Mm-hmm. that go hard for their teams and i'm not saying that you're wrong for doing it and this is why if you like something enough you'll make any excuse to keep doing it and yeah. I, i'm not saying that on the side of like righteousness i can't say i'm not guilty of it too i think everybody does that for things for sure. that they enjoy yeah. um shit just popped into my head but everybody know i love the the wizarding world the harry potter shit the right. books are great And J.K. Rowling's been under tremendous fire for her thoughts on the transgender community. But that doesn't have anything to do with the property that I love. Right. And some people, depending on your stance where you're at, would go, no, but if you're an ally, you shouldn't. And I'm like, no, 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 because y'all just misunderstood what she was saying. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly believe that. Some people would say, no, you're making an excuse for her. Mm -hmm. So I but I. To me, that's also a false equivalency. I was talking offline to a friend of mine about this, and they were like, nah, because that's her thoughts. This is a practice that this company is doing. Right. This is the NFL literally having a policy in the book that we're going to treat people of color a different way. And for all these people to say they knew about it, how can you continue to support the organization, whether they get rid of it or not? I'm not sure. I'm not sure um, if... The test, the baseline of the test is 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 based off of the uh, the Wonderlic or not, and everyone has to take the Wonderlic going to the NFL, which basically it's like an entry level exam to see how smart or not you are, um, and you still get in the league. Like they don't tell you that you can't play; they just say, "Hey, just take this test and to see what your grade is." Mm-hmm. And, and and of course, it mean it means you know I guess um, the visual part of it. The visible, the visible part of it is it means more if you're a quarterback. 
because I want to know how smart you are. Can you read defenses and yada, yada, yada. But they still st- they still keep all that shit. Like they still keep all those scores. So if you were, I mean, if if they if they claim that you are or were not very smart, I mean you took that Wonderlick test, and then you come back, you know, four, five, 10, 15 years later, like, yo, I got issues. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I, I got spotty memory. I can't, you know, uh uh I have I'm in I'm in cold sweats at night, I can't sleep well, I have my I have, I have night terrors, et cetera, et cetera. They're like, oh, okay, well. You want to sue us? Well, let me get, let's go through this file real quick. Let's pull out your little folder. And they go, "Yep, you was oh, black fifteen well, years ago too. Get out I mean, of here." Yeah, you was yeah, you was dummy. You was a, you was a dummy before anyway. Like you had you had you had mind issues, mental issues before anyway. Like we've actually that therapist we sent you to when you said you had issues back in two thousand and ten. We got that folder too, boop. And she said that you know, or he said. So it's a lot, man. I mean, it's a business, dog. It's a business. It's a business. So that's just what it is. NFL's big business, billions of dollars, dog. Billions and ex- billions of dollars. hundred percent. But I don't think that excuses it. Like my it's not an excuse. Is, no, it's not an excuse no. at all. But it, but no. but you gotta know, like you gotta know when you go. It's, it's like people having um when you're in business with somebody. Like let's say me, and you go in business business with somebody else, and they and they they're in the in the position of power, and we we got a business. They they bring us into it, and the businesses okay. I got 60, y'all got 40 because I'm the one bringing the platform. I'm the one bringing the press and the advertising, whatever, whatever. Okay, cool. And then when we start getting to, into, into the legal shit, and they're like, hey, you know what? Here's my lawyer. Let's use my lawyer. And mm-hmm. we like, okay, cool. We'll, 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 we'll use your lawyer. Like these people are going to NFL doctors, NFL uh, 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 nutritionists, uh, sports medicine, like everything that's provided to these players is provided by the NFL. The game is rigged already, like 100%. So I don't know, man. I don't like it, but I feel like um, some sort of personal accountability has to happen for the people that support it, that are so woke, that are all, yo, 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 I already knew about that, but I'm glad they're doing something about it now. Yeah. If that's the case, you a hypocrite through all of the Kaepernick shit. No, you, that's that's real, and I'm I'm you, glad, you I'm, glad I'm glad I'm, I'm not a woke person or a hypocrite. Cause I'm getting I'm getting red zone this year, so. <laughs> and I can't be mad at I'm, you for it. I'm playing fantasy football this year. I got to get that money. <laughs> hey, yeah, it, it's just it's certain people, and like like I said, I'm not negating the fact that we all do that in some facet. Like whether you play watching football, buying pussy, whatever your vice is, niggas, like you doing that shit. Let me ask you a question. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say this has got nothing. To, uh, were you finished about with that? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done because we, yeah, we like right. hours. All right, so I just, like real quick, um, if if you were seeing a woman, right, you're dealing with a, with a, with a young lady, and uh, she's sending you, she's sending you like nudes, like a few times a week, every week. Nice right? nudes. Nice nudes. Like you know, she looks, she look good. Nice nudes every week. All right. How long, how long would it take for you like to get tired of seeing them titties? I don't get tired of them if they're nice. Never? Nah. Like if okay, let me ask, can I ask like, some more like, questions? Like, like, or like this, ju- is this just a whole scenario? No, go just ahead. Like ask, ask more questions. Okay. Um, are y'all you're seeing you're seeing her. So she lives in your town, right? Like y'all see each other normally yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, this is the way I take that. I take it as effort. I take it as she wants my mind to be on her titties. As a man, we have access to lots of titties. Mm-hmm. Some for four ninety nine. Some for free. Most so, for free. Most for free. Um, that to me is a hell. Send me nudes while we out. You go to the bathroom. Show me your titties while you're on the toilet. Um, mm. I've already established I'm the ass nigga on the show. That's fine. But no, I, I, all jokes aside, I take it as effort. I take it as, hey, babe, I know we're not together right now. Let me, I want to give you something to think about. Um, I, I see what you're saying, though. I think like, you're lying. I'm not lying. I think, I, I take I think it. three months into these same titties every week, nope. three times a week, you get tired of that shit. Tried not, true. Not, 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 not that you get tired of it, but you'd be like, oh, okay, there's titties again. Okay, that's cool. Nah, because it also depends on where you at. Like, if you at work and she sends you some titties, she just got up, whatever, whatever. Nick, like, okay. Oh, shit, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything you wrong. You don't with watch that. the same porn all the time. You watch you watch a flick you and you'd be like, know me very well. and you, you, watch, you watch a flick, you'd be like, you know what? That's cool. I like that. Let me go ahead and do that thing. You go back to it every now and again. Eventually, you forget about that shit. It's giving you nah. so many. It's giving you so many good nuts. So you go back to this. You go back to the same porn you've been watching since fucking two thousand and three. That's different. No, no, it's not different. <laughs> it's not different for you. It's the same. You ask me a it's the same no, no, no. porn. No, it's not. It's not the same thing because it's not porn. I don't have an emotional attachment to any of the women I see on Pornhub. That's a lie. That's bay. If you go so like, back to if you, if you just said that I watch no I go back to the same porn you don't know me very well and then you watch that shit and you're like okay yeah I'm going I'm moving on no knowing I can get a good nut off of it is not the same as me being in love with a woman whose titties I like that's not the same thing I don't think that's true I think you're full of shit that's I not think, the same thing I think if somebody there has to be for, there, for example there has, you have to miss them titties in order for them to, for in order for them to mean something. So if she's okay. seeing you titties three times a week. Okay. You're gonna be it. like, you're gonna be like, yo, okay, that's cool. Don't, don't it, misinterpret what I mean when I say an emotional attachment. It's the difference between loving a woman and loving some titties. All right, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. There's a chick named Cameron Knight. Uh, and I mean, this had to be a decade ago, but she did some videos like playing with herself in a library of some prestigious university. Um, and then she had like some subsequent videos that came out. Those shits are extremely rare to find on the internet because like she went through the law process and all of that, getting them removed from most places. I can probably, oh, she, is, she is, you can't say that anymore. What? Uh, a native American giver. Um, a Washington football team giver. Yeah. Yes. Um, a Cleveland Indian <laughs> giver. Right. I think we can uh, do that one. Roger Dorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we clown it. But um, I can go back and get a good yank uh, off of those damn near anytime because I happen to have some of them saved. Mm-hmm. But I don't love her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love what she did. I think the videos is fire. But it's not the same as somebody that Dude, you're like attached you, to. You, it's no. not the same. That's a different type of emotional attachment. If you want to like break down what we mean, so like for me, so you you've if, never been tired of fucking somebody that you love. Have you ever been tired of fucking? Well, nope. Finish you know, what I said, I nigga. No, I don't. I don't take it that way. It's not the same thing, nigga. You're not talking about fucking. You're talking about seeing them, and you all just it is said that. 
No, 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 no. All it is is them showing the effort that they want you to keep your mind right there. So let's say, are you taking it as a goddamn? This girl that sent me these. No, nope, that's not what I said. I said. Well, you said you're you tired would, said of you them. Get, that's the same no, thing. No, no, getting tired is not the same thing as being upset that you got them. Being tired is like, I said. When would you stop caring about seeing them? When because, would you stop caring about? Yes, seeing because you're getting them every week, three times a week. It's like, oh, okay, you're in your. Okay, you're at work again. That's cool. Thank you. It four depends months on how in, creative she is, too. But no, I wouldn't in, be mad at that. Four months in, you're like, no, you're not mad, but it's like, okay, you that shit loses its fucking momentum. If fucking, I know every day when I get up at 8 o'clock, I'm going to see the same titties. Would you get tired of that? Yes. If she can be spontaneous with it, absolutely not. But also, and I've said this even in stand-up, if a girl sends you a nude that you like, right? Mm-hmm. And this, this, just to flip it, she sends you a nude and you like the girl, okay? but she sends you a bad nude. What's a bad nude? I don't know. It's a bad angle. Okay. It's bad lighting. The pussy ashy. I don't know. But you see the nude. Mm-hmm. Do you tell her it's a bad nude? No, it's a nude. Because if you tell her that shit, you're going to change her behavior and she ain't going to send you shit no more. Exactly. So yeah. why let's let's say you even are like all right, here go to titties again. You're never gonna say that to her. I'm not asking her, nigga. I'm asking you. Okay, but you're missing the point. My <laughs> point is, my point is, she's the effort is still there. So effort, off that, you, I mean, you, off you, that alone. I know often, I'm sticking to that. How often do we say when somebody has a you know when somebody has has a bad effort? You're like, well, thanks, but you know, a for effort. I guess I appreciate it, but nah. A for a for effort only applies when you don't want the chick. That's or when not she true. don't want you. Yes, it does. A for effort applies to, <laughs> you know what? You, you know, you. I know you tried to cook, and that's great. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you made this. Fantastic. A for effort. A for effort usually means this is some bullshit, but I like hey, you, so I ain't going to tell you that. Hey, ladies, Mark, fuck Marcus, send me to Razzle Dazzle. Like, I'll look at them titties yeah, over and over send, again. Send, send, no, he going to look at them just for like a month. And after that, you going into goddamn, you going somewhere on the old, uh, <laughs> and the, you going on the laptop somewhere. Then you're not going to be on hey. the phone no more. You mean, you're going to be in the cloud. Not the- <laughs> <laughs> Your titties going to be in, in the cloud. In some memories. Like, remember this in 2018? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, remember these whole, titties? A whole folder just look like eyes when you open it up on your phone. Like, hell no. Full of, full of old forgotten titties. <laughs> with with a neck on it. <laughs> Ain't no face in titty pictures. They, they, they got the necklace with the name on it. You're like, who was that? Oh shit, <laughs> Tanya. Oh man, like, oh yeah, yeah, she did had a little mole on her neck. Like, nah, mm-hmm. man. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh man, uh, you got anything else? I'm good. Uh, I got nothing pertinent. It's cool. All right, yeah, we can save for next week, man. Hey, thank y'all for listening, man. Episode seventy one. Um. Oh, let me let me go ahead and make this announcement right now. The I hate Sam Ridley shot glasses are up and going out, baby. Yeah. I know y'all done seen some people that have them already, and that's because they came to a live show. And of course, I'm in Cali, and I know we got listeners around the world, and we love y'all. So mm-hmm. I'm doing pre-orders. They'll officially go on sale in two weeks. But if you want to get a pre-order, hit me up on my socials at Sam Ridley Comedy, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all that good shit. Or inbox me on Facebook, y'all know the vibes, and I'll get your pre-order in and have your shit packaged and ready to go for when they ship. So just hit me up if you want to get you some. 
selling them in twos just because it's easier to fucking ship. I'll admit that. So hit me up. <laughs> and if you break one, you got to spare. God damn it. I'm doing you a favor. But um, yeah, man, thank y'all for your support, man. It means absolutely everything. So um, with that, uh, we will see y'all next week. Once again, happy birthday this week, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate Hopefully it, you get some titties that you actually appreciate. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but as from yeah. what I can tell, don't send them uh, because he might not care about your titties. Just, uh, just like, you know, I don't need them every day. I don't need them every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like a mystery and some titties. Every So what's a what's a good rate of tit? Um, I wouldn't like you gotta see you gotta see for me you gotta like you gotta jazz that shit up though I need I need like a you know a, a random type of thing like um titties is nice like a little snippet maybe like ten seconds of you playing with yourself that's fire you know what I'm saying fire. you you with your little maybe you got a little dress on at work you got you sitting at your desk you got that pulled up showing some legs that's fire I like leggings too like just give me you know what I'm saying. Give me a nice little, you know, a wheel of fortune. You know what I'm saying? Spin that thing. See what it land on. I like random. Uh, see, that's the miscommunication we just had. You need like a little spice. You can't just some, send plain titties. Give me some razzle dazzle. Yeah. No plain titties. Okay. No, I there like it plain, is. plain titties are fine. Plain titties are fine. But, you know, if you're going to send some plain titties, you know, one week, and then wait like a, maybe a week, maybe two. Send me a little joint of you kind of like, you know what? You know it's fire? How about like the lights off? You in your bedroom playing with yourself and you just recording the sound. Ooh, that's dope. Ooh, audible, audible. That little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a straight audible of macaroni and cheese. That's what I'm talking about. So, um. You're going to get Mac fished. She's just going to be eating some ramen in the bed, stirring it up and, and moaning. Don't get Mac fished, bruh. I've been fooled before. So. <laughs> so hey um you guys um happy gay pride month for uh or happy pride month for everyone that celebrates that um big ups to all you guys we love you guys support you guys and everything else and if you do not support them that's fine but just shut the fuck up and just don't say shit um this is not to do this is not for you this is for them um this is for us. We celebrate everybody that celebrates us. So we appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. This is Legal Things Podcast. The podcast people that don't like podcasts. Check us out every motherfucking Sunday on your favorite streaming platforms. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, do we miss anything? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I think next I think week is next week is Juneteenth. Maybe after that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that'll be a fun conversation. We'll mention that next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk sure. about the we can talk about the uh, the Harriet Tubman movie again. <laughs> All <Or> right, <laughs> All right, man. We out of here. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> Peace out.